This is Talk Medicine with Rob Bennett and Michigan Primary Care Partners of Big Rapids on WBRN. Talk Medicine is a paid medical program which does not reflect the opinions of the management and staff of WBRN and the Big Rapids Radio Network. Welcome to Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids and at michiganprimarycarepartners.com. I'm Rob Bennett and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time. Hello, Dr. Singh. Hello, Dr. Rob Bennett. How are you? I am doing awesome, even better after seeing you. <laughs> well, that's nice. Today we're going to be talking about some sleeping issues or, or non-sleeping issues. We're going to be talking about insomnia and sleepless nights. And uh, so how would you classify insomnia and sleepless night syndrome? So, well, yeah, sleepless nights can be due when your heart gets broken on Valentine's Day. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's a lot of things that can cause a sleepless night. Yeah, you know, sleepless in Seattle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jokes apart, you know. So, uh, you know, first of all, Let's you know dissect this uh, sleepless nights and you know insomnia. The most important uh, question when the patient comes into the clinic is, we ask the sleep quality. You know, whenever we want to quantify or qualify, you know, we want to club the sleep disturbances. We we want to define what kind of sleep issues they are. You know because of the lot of TV advertisement, you know, the sleep number bed and all the kind of stuff, a lot of, uh, you know, advertisement for the mattress, people are getting uh, aware about their sleep issues. Mm -hmm. So the the most important question we ask them is whether they have problems in sleep initiation, uh, that, that, you know, they are not able to initiate a good sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. And they are kind of uh, restless uh, on the go. The second question we usually ask is whether they were able to initiate a sleep. They were able to sleep for one or two hours, but they were not able to maintain the sleep. Mm. So that is the first uh, two very, very important questions, followed by that, you know, some patients will wake up early in the morning. So you know, initiating sleep, maintaining sleep, and then waking up early in the morning. All are linked to different issues, okay? Mm-hmm. And then we always ask that, okay, you know, you did not have these problems or you had these problems. Were you able to get enough opportunity to sleep? Like, let's say a person comes in and he is late night worker, okay? And that late night worker now his schedule has changed and now he has to take care of the kids in the morning mm-hmm. and because uh, you know a two month old kid was at home at home and wife had to go to work and he's not able to get enough opportunity to sleep because he has to take care of so opportunity to sleep then whether that's li- insomnia or sleepless nights is causing daytime symptoms so most important things when a when you go to a doctor's office these are the five things which are the most important questions which the doctor will uh, ask you and he will lead you 
your answers will lead him to the right diagnosis mm-hmm. number 1 whether you were able to initiate a good sleep that's a number 1 mm-hmm. that okay. were you know or you took 2 3 hours to sleep second were you able to maintain a continuous sleep for 9 8 to 9 hours 7 to 9 hours or whatever then is you had an enough opportunity to sleep then that nighttime sleepiness or nighttime sleepless nights was it associated with daytime symptoms like fatigue tiredness headaches that kind of stuff and last but not the least you were able to initiate the sleep you were able to maintain the sleep but you woke up early in the morning at 4 o'clock or 3 o'clock so these are the very very important questions which every doctor will ask you when you go to the uh, office i hope so that was clear it, it is clear but do you have different treatments for each one of yes. those there's yeah. something different different something different because because yeah. sometimes if you go to sleep and i've had it and i i, I don't know is it insomnia if it just happens like one night is it just you just had insomnia or is insomnia actually something that is classified you know happens night after night after night so that's a that's a real dr rob bennett question <laughs> <laughs> seriously you know i'm not kidding this is a very very good question this is a very very uh, intelligent you know i don't know whether you are prepared you know but this is a very good question because if it happens every night it's called a circadian rhythm then we start dealing with whether you know you have a restless leg syndrome that kind of stuff if it is every night happening mm-hmm. uh, so which we will discuss in probably in the third segment this is the start in so we will touch upon okay. that you know but you know this is what this is a very good question well i was just saying because i mean a lot of people have you know especially if you know like if you work some people you've heard people say they can't shut off their mind when they go to bed they're thinking about work they're thinking about tomorrow oh i got to get this report in oh i got to do this oh i have to do this oh i have to finish writing my book you know those things when you have that going on and your mind is going you can't shut it down before you go to sleep i mean that's just something i mean you just have to i think that's where counting sheep came in you kind of get your mind off of whatever you're thinking about and just think about something completely different and then you just doze off so again um this is a very uh call Dr. Robin question. <laughs> so this is a problem with initiating sleep that you cannot shut off the mind. So what are the conditions which you will not be able to shut off your mind? So that is the question we have. So this usually happens in younger folks. Mm-hmm. Okay? So a person who has exams or person who is uh, stressed out you know like me i'm always like oh you know i have to finish out this i have to finish out this i have to finish with this project so a person who has exams a person who has a kind of a sword hanging on the head hey you have projects plus a person who is using tea caffeine mm-hmm. alcohol smoking you know at those persons will not be able to initiate the sleep mm-hmm. so and this is very important that we change the sleep hygiene we change the habits at that time and we'll say that hey make sure you don't drink any caffeinated drinks make sure you don't drink alcohol or you don't smoke so i sometimes ask my patients when you are stressed out you know if you have a checklist of things that you maintain a checklist of things okay i'm going to do these things so sometimes i will ask them 
you do the small things first early in the morning and then leave the bigger things later on because the more stuff you get done early in the day the less stress you will have mm-hmm. so this is some strategies to decrease the stress in the patients so this is problems with initiation of sleep then some patients will have problems in maintaining the sleep you know they will have problems like you know and those are the patients who have uh, who are older you know mm-hmm. so the the patients who are older and have difficulty in maintaining sleep they might have uh, you know other conditions other disease conditions like copd like heart failure uh, you know like sleep apnea so they or they might have some prostate issues they're getting up in the middle of the night and going to the bathroom mm-hmm. so they might have those conditions where they they start with a good sleep but they have to get up in the middle of the night to pee or right. to breathe or uh, to have a fresh air because they have heart failure so that is a issues with the older folks mm-hmm. you're above 65 70 when you're get, getting all these conditions then there is there are people who are in the middle age you know who stress about financial stresses there and the and they can have the multitude of symptoms whether they are not able to sleep at night or whether they are not able to initiate the sleep or they are getting up in the morning and which happens in patients who are depressed mm-hmm. so you know this is how we kind of broadly classify the you know the sleep issues uh with the with the patients you know yeah are there uh helpfulness is it i mean i guess the way to say it is it helpful to get in a routine to make sure you go to bed at the same time every night if you can do that does that help so uh, that's a very good question that you know maintaining a journal that you know going into a routine buying some smart watches or smart uh, gadgets like fitbit or something like that and i'm not endorsing anything right. but that helps them to track their sleep so you know because they are kind of a gentle reminders and you maintain a logbook and not only they tell that what time you sleep but also these gadgets help whether you are restless at night whether how many times you woke up because sometimes you will not remember that you woke up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and how much so kind of a logbook is a very good method the what gets measured gets managed you know so it is a very good way to see how much you slept so those 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 things are really good mm-hmm. Okay. And then um what is the difference or the the similarities between fatigue and insomnia? So, you know, a person who you know, you can imagine if you don't have a good night's sleep. So, what is the most important issue which will happen in the morning? The most important issue is the patient will be fatigued. When they are fatigued, what's going to happen? They will not be able to perform. So this is a very important issue nowadays which is coming up I was reading an article on cdc.gov uh, website about the you know fatigue uh, fatigue in the office because the patient was not able to sleep because, because of what because of obesity mm-hmm. so it all starts from the obesity because our bmis are going up we have obese and with that 
you have obstructive sleep apnea with the obstructive sleep apnea what happens you are not able to sleep at night and you get fatigue in the morning mm-hmm. you get fatigue and headaches you go to the office what happens you are sleeping in the office right so this phenomenon is called as presentism that you are present in the office but you are not focused at work and sometimes because of the continuous illness which is carried the patients will skip the office because they are sick that is called as absenteeism mm. so this is a big thing which is happening that lot of companies are losing lot of revenue the roi is decreasing and they are even qualifying that's why they are asking the people to become fit that's why they are even i was talking to one of my ecotex today and we were comparing that we were hey you know we should be uh, you know friends the fitbit friends mm-hmm. and we should compare and you know kind of a, uh, uh, have a competition between each other like a buddy plan buddy plan yeah yep. and so <clears throat> she was saying that you know her company gave her 100 uh, uh, you know f- to buy the fitbit you know she works in wisconsin and uh, and what they do is they do this competition so that they can be healthy mm-hmm. and so as I was reminded of my article when I was reading last night that you know what that is kind of interesting they are making it you know they are making the employees more healthier so that they can work and why because they want to increase their return on investment mhm yeah so, that's smart that yeah. is very smart and because when you come in like that if you go into work like that i mean that's almost like be going to work after you've had a few drinks or something like that because you do feel intoxicated i mean and you start you know feeling tired and it's the same with driving like that it's uh, that's not a good thing yeah that will be discussed in the next segment about obstructive sleep apnea and you know all that sleep issues which we'll discuss next time yeah okay. and we have about 2 minutes left in this segment so okay. i don't know what you want to hit on do you want to go to the so, next no i can i can elaborate on this uh, fatigue i thought it was time was over i i was sensing that time was over but you know So you know this fatigue you were trying to tell time on your Fitbit and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know. So you know fatigue uh so the fatigue can cause a lot of issues when you are uh, having loss of sleep and you get fatigued and then you're not able to perform work. So what happens is there you can get headaches in the morning. So it is a cycle which you know on various websites it's given how this affects your work efficiency and not only that so once you are fatigued you get headaches your your work environment gets uh, is not good and at 5 o'clock in the evening what happens you go home and you will sleep again at that time because you are tired you are not able to sleep at night so you sleep early like 5 to 7 and you wake up and then after couple hours you you're fresh and then the cycle becomes even worse because now you slept at 5 to 6 5 to 7 5 to 8 and you did not exercise and then now you eat food mm-hmm. at 8:00 because you were so tired you did not have capacity to eat food now you develop acid reflux oh man it all works against you somehow doesn't it yeah absolutely <laughs> so this is the cycle you know it's a complicated cycle which the and then what happens the person will go in acid reflux they will get pills and then they will get pill, pill side effect mm-hmm. so i call the cycle of rut once yeah. you're in the cycle of rut you're stuck 
So, so it all starts with a good sleep. So that's why they are, you know, harping on, you know, there's in fact fellowship on sleep. Can you believe it? Fellowship. Really? Yeah. So, you know, people are doing, uh, you know, specialization in sleep. And exercise is good too, because if you can exercise, obviously when you go to lay down at night, you're going to be a little bit tired from the exercise will, you know, get you into a routine too. Oh, absolutely. You know, I will, you know, obviously I cannot teach on the radio how to do that little stretching exercises and, but I will teach you, you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'll put it in my Dr. Rob book. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that brings to a close segment one and uh, we'll be back with more of Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids and at michiganprimarycarepartners.com. I'm Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time.